You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. Zeke Elliott, DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, Saquon Barkley. And by the way, I've been using this reference with my stuff for years. Kind of funny to see this being replicated out there on a few channels. People are copying the show's stuff. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Go buy low on Zeke Elliott while you can. He's a top one to four overall player, yet people are, are actually ranking him outside the top five to six overall. And I get it, expectations were high. People had high hopes coming off of a very frustrating offseason with him. There was a lot of buildup, and he hasn't quite delivered. His 35 yards last week, he did have a touchdown, but his 35 yards will have owners questioning whether he's going to be consistent all year long. People have short memories. They won't remember the 125 yards he had the week prior. He did not have a TD, though. The week before that, in week two, 111 yards and one touchdown. But he hasn't been delivering in in the receiving game. In each week, he's had 10, 9, 14, and 30 yards. Not a great start to the year for, for a guy that's supposed to be a PPR machine. As soon as week five kicks off, this buy window closes on Zeke. I love that Zeke is now a buy low. You won't steal him away but you can win a league at the value you can probably get him for right now. Don't be that guy that doesn't at least make the attempt and watch somebody else do it because you didn't send an offer out. DeAndre Hopkins, what I just said about Zeke, multiply it by 10, then light it on fire. People are freaking out about DeAndre Hopkins, and I I can understand why there might be a little bit of a hesitation or, hey, what's going on with him? They struggled in week four. Throw week four out the window. The entire offense was not on the same page. He still had five receptions for 41 yards. In week one, he had eight receptions, 13 targets. He had 111 yards and two touchdowns. What more do you want? Yes, week two, no TDs. Week three, no TDs. Week four, no TDs. I get it, but I love knee-jerk reactions. I'm going to take a stab at getting DeAndre Hopkins in every one of my leagues that I don't own him in. I'm not selling even remotely on the cheap. I'm selling him at top five to six overall value, or I'm not selling him. Expect a top one to three wide receiver moving forward. I have no questions about this. I love Deshaun Watson moving forward, and I'm going to talk about him next. Watkins will deliver to Hopkins, and if you own the stack, it's going to be through the roof moving forward. That brings us to Deshaun Watson, who went off in week one, just like Hopkins did. There's a correlation there. I believe in Watkins. That's why I believe in Hopkins delivering top one to three wide receiver numbers moving forward. I believe Watson will be a top two to three QB moving forward. He's currently my number two QB for weeks five through 16. 268, four total TDs, and 40 rushing yards in week one. People forget so quickly in this game. He had no passing TDs in week two. He did have a rushing TD, but he had a mediocre week two. No question about it. He bounced back in week three, throwing for 351, three TDs, rushed for 18 yards. And then there was week four against Carolina, which has everybody in panic mode, which I'm taking advantage of 100%. How do you go get Deshaun Watson in a trade? Use what I always reference as the house's money. If you acquired Waller or Andrews at tight end and you already had a Kittle who's now done with his buy make a trade use the house's money to upgrade your QB same thing if you picked up some hot wide receiver 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's going off. Use the house's money to upgrade into a Deshaun Watson. Watson, Mahomes, A-Rod, these guys can carry you every single week with their 40 overall TD potential. Getting three or four TDs a week on the average will get you a win, will help you get a win when other players aren't delivering. And when everybody's firing on all cylinders, it's the teams that have a QB like that that are scoring the 190 and 200 points in your league. Make an offer. Don't sit on your hands and let somebody else make a deal for Deshaun Watson. That brings me to Saquon Barkley. This is the one player you can buy low and and make people upset in your league. This is where you're typing up your TPS reports right now while somebody, while Bob in accounting is offering Bill and Repo a deal for Barkley and he's 0-4 or he's 1-3 because he had Barkley, his first rounder, go out. So Bill and Repo is going to give him away. And here you are typing up your TPS reports just you know, ignoring the fact that you could be sending trade offers out. Then you get this email that comes mail. across your workstation that Bob just rammed Bill for Saquon Barkley and you didn't even make an attempt. Don't be the guy that says, why didn't I make an offer? He was giving him away for free. Bill and Repo doesn't know what he's doing. Bill and Repo's wanting to make the playoffs. He's willing to give up something to try and get a, a hope that he can get enough wins to make the playoffs. Don't be Bob. Because Bob's... Take a lap, take a lap. Take a lap, take a lap. Let's talk about Juju Smith-Schuster. Everybody's freaking out. This guy is droppable, I've heard. I've seen people actually write in my comments. And if you said that... Take a lap, take a lap. Take a lap, take a lap. I'm, I'm shocked that after four weeks, a guy that has pulled in 78 yards... 84 yards and 81 yards in which he had a touchdown. And yes, then week four, he had 15 yards. Very disappointing. And that offense isn't throwing down the field. They throw two yards down the field at a time. Very effectively, apparently. But out of all wide receivers in the entire league, Juju is the one wide receiver that could thrive in a short catch and go situation. He makes his own space. He's ultra quick. He's like Antonio Brown in that you can't contain him on a crossing route. You can line him up all over the field and he's impossible to cover. Juju will find his way. His six receptions, five, three, and three. His 78 yards, 84 yards, 81 yards, and yes, 15. His 0-0-1 and zero TDs. That's not the worst line in the whole world. It's not great. Not for a guy you drafted at 12 to 14, but guess what? You don't have to pay that to go get him. You can go get him at like third round equivalent value. Plug him into your low end wide receiver two spot and you're off to the races. You can buy him right now at value that even if he disappoints and continues to play the way he's been playing, you get your money back. What is wrong with you? Make an offer. Go see Bill and Repo. 
Bill doesn't know what he's doing. George Kittle, 10 targets in week one, eight receptions, 54 yards, zero TDs. But what people don't know, and I know you can play woulda, shoulda, coulda with anybody, but he had two TDs called back. Very different story we're telling if he has two TDs and like 100 yards on his week one stat line. So eight receptions for 54 in week one, zero TDs. Three receptions for 54 in week two, zero TDs. And then his six receptions for 54 yards, zero TDs in week three. Not the worst stat line in the world, but clearly not playing like the home run hitter, the 100-yard receiver we all expected to see in 2019. He's coming off a bye. That's a huge advantage if you're able to trade for him. Go buy low on George Kittle, and I think you're going to get top two tight end numbers moving forward. The 49ers are playing great. They're going to lean on him. I think we're going to see a whole lot of Kittle over the middle moving forward, which is coined from my boy RSF 49ers, who I go live with every Thursday at halftime on IG, by the way. Join me. Join us. Devin Singletary has shown flashes of brilliance, and then he got hurt. His owners are probably very frustrated that he's not in there yet. They probably expect him maybe never to amount to anything. Go buy low. There's a chance that he doesn't stay healthy. There's a chance that they don't use him right. But I'm willing to bet on his value right now, which is trading for flex-type value. He has top 9 to 14 overall running back appeal moving forward. He just needs to get on the field and stay on the field. That's the risk, but that's why you can get him cheap. I believe in Devin Singletary. He's an ankle breaker. And when he gets in there, he's going to be brilliant. David Montgomery, I know, I know, I know. And I'm very disappointed in him as well. I'm more disappointed in how they use him. And although they gave him 20 plus carries last week, that's on him. He got the attempts. He still hasn't been used effectively, consistently. I think that changes. His rushing attempts have gone from 6 to 18, then they dipped down to 13, then to 21. So they're mov it's moving in the right direction. It was just the 2.5 yards of pop he had in week four that killed him. He had 21 rushes. Go buy him low and sit on him. They play Oakland next week. I think he has a good game. They have a bye in week six. It could be after the bye week that he gets going. But this is the NFL. This is not baseball where you are what you are average-wise during the middle of the year. This is football where in week 10, you could become the best running back moving forward from weeks 10 through 16. Don't sleep on the upside here if you can buy him low. If you can buy him at value where you can afford to wait. That's the whole point of buying low. The buying low video here is not to talk about how disappointed we are about the values that guys were drafted at and how the expectation was higher. This is not that video. This video is about you being crafty, being creative, and going and getting a player on the cheap that can deliver way more than the investment that you're kicking in. David Montgomery fits the bill for a player you can trade for that can hit a home run and win you a league. So go get him. Make sure you're subscribed if you're not subscribed so you know when I go live. Hit the bell notification so you know when I'm live. And we'll talk about this stuff on my lives. I do like four or five lives a week and I go live every Sunday morning, one hour before kickoff. You can join me every single Sunday morning and I do my Wednesday one hour CBS Sports Radio Show interview. It's an hour long. I stream it live right here on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the fantasy football show. And it's 10 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern every single Wednesday. Join me, and that's tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern. Top five running back. You're watching the fantasy football show.
You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. 